Hi, and welcome back to the Rec Manager podcast. This week, we see the return of our postbag edition. We welcome back Glenn Shern and Paul Whitten Doris, who will be running through some of the more popular questions that we've been asked recently. And we welcome Max O'Connor, who can also give us some more information about Rec Portal logins. So I'll go to Paul first. Hi, Paul. We've had this question a few times. And it's probably worth mentioning again. How will stakeholders know that their views are being fairly represented when it comes to the changes that will be raised? Hi, Sarah. Um, so, yeah, just to let you know, the committee members are independent subject matter experts that understand the obligations and processes that apply to those parties they represent. They'll use this expertise to make informed and independent decisions on whether a decision should be approved whilst considering the independent recommendation of the code manager. So parties wishing to express support for or oppose a particular decision should do so through the formal consultation that will be considered by the code manager and committee when making that decision. Okay, thanks, Paul. So how are people going to get in contact with their reps? Well, committee members will establish their own process for engaging with their representatives and they'll be supported by the code manager. So parties will be able to view a list of the members on each committee on the portal once we go live. Thanks, Paul. That's really helpful. So for the next question, I'd welcome back Glenn. And we've had some questions from people interested to hear if we will still get the current ACCDB, which is the access database file that we receive for the data transfer catalogue or what people know as the DTC. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Sarah. So the answer is no, you won't. So the, the, you no longer receive the access database file as the data specification is not stored in the access database. Uh, you will be still be able to access pre-release information directly from the email and to make that to make the necessary changes to your systems though. Thanks Glenn. We also have a question that keeps coming back. Who will have accounts set up for Portal for Go Live and what party information will be available? So I think yeah I think Max might um pick up on some of this as well. But we but we will set up your master admin user as the two contacts that parties sent back there on their accession or operational contact forms. There will be three registers available for rec parties and qualified parties alongside the operational contacts that have been provided. It is a rec requirement to provide this information and a few have yet to send it back. So please get these in to stop any problems with compliance that we'll need dealing with by the Performance Assurance Board. Thanks, Glenn. That's good to know that and we really do need those operational contact forms back. So now I'm going to go over to Max. Welcome, Max. I know that people have been speaking about knowing the difference between the general login for the portal versus the logins where their organisations are required to set an MAU up. Can I ask you about that, please? So anybody can create a basic portal account for themselves. Um, and as, unless there's a reason why we, we, we shouldn't share content on the portal, you know, information, portal features with those those general user accounts, they'll be available you know, for anybody to to access just using one of those accounts. So, I mean, that, that sort of general access on day one includes, you know, the portal landing area, which has news on it. It has a variety of links to third-party websites, and it's got, you know, a, a variety of other sort of generally useful information. You can also get to the Reckonit schedules, um, and you can do that as a set of file downloads on the portal itself, or you can use the interactive Reckonit schedules on the um on the energy market architecture repository by navigating through to it from, from the portal. There'll also be a series of knowledge articles about sort of topics under the REC. There'll be the REC guides, FAQs, and, and, and a 
a set of useful templates. There's also um, the entire change management process, including raising CPs and tracking their progress, all of the rec release information, a variety of market entry and exit forms, um, things that allow you to you know, manage your, your use of rec services as well. There'll be the committee spaces, which containing all of the public committee content. You have to be a committee member to see the private content, but all of the public content will be available just with a standard login. And you'll also be able to access the help desk to raise support tickets with the Rec Code Manager with that basic login as well. Okay, thanks, Max. That's good to hear because especially the email has been spoken about. Uh, people want that accessible so they can check things like their data flows. So can you explain a little bit more about why an organisation might need a master admin user? Yeah, sure. So we will be asking rec parties to nominate at least one master administrative user. And really the point of the master administrative user is they're responsible for assigning particular roles to organisation members. Um, the portal uses a role-based access control method for how it um, how it manages permissions. So those roles are a way of grouping up key permissions that that we want organisations to be able to to give to their members. So if we take an example for rec parties, there's a role called performance assurance, which is supposed to allow the assignee to submit, to view, to download performance data for that rec party. Only the staff who submit reporting, like for theft, for example, would need to have that role. And you know, this this hopefully it's only somebody who 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 has that role, or who you want to be a master administrative user or a rec contract manager, who you would need to have set up in your organisation um, so that you can assign those roles to them. And I mean, hopefully that that helps with concerns people might have about the the volume of users they'll need to have within their organisation both day one and in the enduring world. If somebody just wants a basic account to um, see what, what's happening in a public committee space, for example, there's no reason why the MAU needs to be involved in that. And it's worth noting, if at a later date, that one of those general users that you haven't you know, created, the MAU hasn't created and associated with the organisation, needs to have an organisation role assigned to them. So, for example, they become a rec contract manager when they weren't previously all you need to do is raise a service request with us and we will move that person over into your organisation so that you're able to give them the role they need. Thanks, Max. That's a lot clearer. Um, I know a lot of people have been asking about those sorts of uh, questions for some time, so, so that's really helpful. So to wrap up, I'd like to thank Paul, Glenn and Max because um, I think we've covered some really popular questions here. I'd like to remind listeners that frequently asked questions are on the Retail Energy Code website and they're being updated and added to regularly. Every time we have a, an event that we host, you'll find the questions that go with that event in that area. All that remains to say is please keep yourself posted about all the events that we've got coming up because a lot of them will cover what we've discussed today. Look out for things like the model office sessions that we've got running throughout the, the rest of this month. As always, if you'd like to contact us with any questions, the email address is inquiries at rickmanager.co.uk. And until next time, take care.